0: Welcome to another episode. I'm Sabrina Lynn and this is rewilding. This is a good and proper rewilding for women episode. It is a good and proper dedication to the feminine mysteries, to the feminine awakening path, to the embodiment path. (laughs) It's a great conversation around divine feminine archetypes or goddess archetypes or if you've ever been curious about things like Kali, Medusa, Durga like how, what does that have to do with awakening? Is that spiritual? Is it not? What? Is that kundalini? Is that Shakti? Like what's a kundalini awakening? Does it have to do with the archetypes? We get to go into that today. Um, I also give a, a framework, I mean, there could be many frameworks to this, but a framework to the stages of feminine awakening, a way that kind of really helps us to see from an outside standpoint. <laughs> it's something we can sink our teeth into. Uh, so I love talking about that. I love talking about how the stages relate to not just the full feminine awakening us shakti awakening kundalini awakening but the aspects the flavors of shakti the flavors of the feminine the aspects the faces of the feminine the different energies of the feminine and how that relates to the stages Um, to me this is one of the Maybe one of the best overall conversations on the feminine awakening path that I think I've ever been able to deliver. I think it was only as good as it was because there was a live audience. There was a live audience going through the rewilding challenge um, when I kind of delivered this conversation. And so big shout out to every woman. There were over 18,000 women in that challenge. Um, Huge shout out to every single woman who did it. If you missed it, don't stress, (laughs) no stress. Um, Just feeling into the perfection. You do get to dive into this live conversation, this live circle. To me, this was a wisdom circle. Um, So forgive me. Um, in the abrupt energetic shift that is about to take place between this intro and the start. We kind of cut the first part off um, because it was just me sitting there live, kind of chatting away, yada yada, and I didn't want to waste your time with that. Um, So let me give you a couple other things that's in this episode to look out for. Uh, We go into signs and symptoms of feminine awakening. So signs and symptoms of Shakti awakening, Kundalini awakening, and self-care for those, right? What you can do to really look after yourself um, when some of these awakening signs, symptoms, things are happening for you. Um, Let me think. What else? It's just such a... this is words from the team so this isn't even me saying this this is the rewilding team it's very hard for me to uh to say something like this so this is just an observation from the team it's a very shakti filled conversation Um, and my invitation to you is let it gift you in the ways it's meant to Um, receive it um, in a way that's beyond the logical mind right maybe in the heart maybe in your womb space maybe somewhere deeper, see what it awakens in you, see what, what kind of aha moments come, or even triggery moments. We go through the six faces of the feminine, like dark goddess, medicine woman, lover, mother, warrior, um, the mystic. So you can kind of just, it's a real good, maybe litmus test, <laughs> something to feel into to just, Um, give you deeper insights to where you're at on the path and what's calling you um, forward on your path. Quick little thing, uh, if you're listening to this just as this episode comes out, Mystery School is happening in January 2024. It's the Rewilding for Women Mystery School. It's our mystery school that is completely devoted I shouldn't say completely it's devoted to the feminine mysteries but there is also a little bit of the divine masculine because you can't do the feminine without also a little bit of the divine masculine and a little bit of the union um so that's happening there's an early bird wild crazy bonuses going on i don't know how many hundreds of dollars worth of bonuses we have um, in that early bird offer and there's a discount of 500 dollars discount so it's if you've ever felt into a mystery school of ours or ever thought oh this might be for me uh, it's 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 now <laughs> it's it's a time to get in there's a lot of stuff happening between now and january when the first week of mystery school starts for us so a lot of bonus lives i'm holding some live circles for mystery uh, so yeah, it's, uh, to me, this is the greatest way, the greatest way to end the year and the greatest way I to kick to off 2024. Oh, that's me. <laughs> I think that's my time. That's my time to stop talking and just let you get into, did you hear? I just started saying, I want to talk about the stages of feminine awakening. So that's what you get to go into first. Um, I hope you get so, so much out of this conversation and just so grateful to be here with you in, all the ways that we get to be here together. Love you so much. I want to talk about the stages of feminine awakening. I want to talk about how the divine feminine archetypes um, dance with the stages of awakening, how they support each other. Um, Divine feminine archetypes are not the only way um, for feminine awakening. It's just a way, and I want to talk about it because it was one of the ways that we journeyed into the mysteries in this challenge um, via Medusa Hygieia, right? Um, I do wanna finally get to um, bring some words to Medusa Hygieia. Uh, You've done it, you've completed the three workshops, you've actually done the myth that we've talked about, like you've experienced it, you've explored it, you've embodied it, you've embraced it. Remember, it's like the living wisdom. Um, We did that, but I'll bring some words to it. I want to go into some signs and symptoms of feminine awakening, some of the, you know, some of the glorious, ecstatic ones, like ecstatic ones, as well as some of the ones that leave us really questioning. (laughs) this path of feminine awakening. Um, So I want to talk about signs and symptoms and self-care around that. And then I want to answer some specific questions. Um, So I know some of you emailed in questions. I sent you all an email this morning. Um, if you have questions, you can respond. Thank you all who sent in questions. That's really, really beautiful. I know some of you left questions or just um, wove things into the Facebook group thread about this live. We got we got conversations going on all over the place. And I'm so grateful for all the places um, that you all are showing up and weaving um, your wisdom. Your wisdom is also a question, right? Wisdom comes also in the form of questions. And so just thank you all for weaving that. Um, And we'll open up a space where you can ask some questions, some more questions on the live. I'd love to get through the content that I want to present to you, those things. um, Signs of feminine awakening, how to self-care for that. uh, What are the stages of feminine awakening? How does that have to do with the archetypes? I want to go into that first. And then maybe the last 30 minutes. So we're going to go for 90 minutes. The last 30 minutes uh, we'll We'll deepen into questions. Uh, we'll see where where this glorious journey takes us. Um, all right. Hmm. Let's all just take a deep breath together. kind of reset our space, feel back into that inner flame, that Vesta. Uh, Vesta was the keeper of the mysteries, right? Temple space, the Vestal virgins They were priestesses. They kept the the sacred flame burning. Uh, But feeling into that inner flame, your inner flame, wherever that appears for you, and just sitting at the flame for a moment. Just being with that flame for a second. Hmm. Alright, let's talk about stages of Feminine Awakening. (laughs) It's so funny, whenever we start to bring frameworks uh, to things that are impossible to fit into a framework, the Feminine Awakening Path, you can't fit that into a framework right? Like you can't fit that into stages. That's the most ridiculous thing on the fucking planet, right? Is to say like, well, here's how Shakti awakening looks. Here's how Kundalini awakening looks. Here's how (laughs) the goddess awakening in you looks. Here's the stages. It's one, two, three. (laughs) So that's my caveat to say, this is just a way of talking about things. Again, take whatever serves, right? You're drinking this in. Also, what I want to share is while I'm aiming to give us some mind food, some stuff that helps, it helps, helps us to live the mysteries more. It helps us to bring more insights, helps us to, you know, honor our path forward and feel into what's next for you. Right? Like what's next? What's calling next to you? Um, So... Uh, here's, the, here's the line that I want to remind us of is while I'm about to tr- attempt to give us some mind food based on some frameworks, um, let the mysteries be the mysteries, right? This goes way beyond words. It's, 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 it's ineffable. I mean, we're literally talking about the embodiment of the divine to the greatest degree possible. We're literally talking about the greatest spiritual awakening and all the different levels of spiritual awakening and the different shaktis available, right? The different spiritual awakenings, it's not just kundalini awakening, right? The different wisdom awakenings that are available, all the different flavors of the divine feminine that are available for us to wake up to. That's literally what we're talking about. Impossible. Impossible to put in the stages. Impossible to bring words to. But I'm going to try, right? I'm going to give us the greatest words that, that I can. But just know that this isn't something to like cling on to hard and fast because it'll limit your path. Let it touch you and let it weave and let it bring whatever it brings. Don't let it limit. Don't let it limit. It, it, you know, I'm going to talk about three stages But we could break it into six. We could break it into 12. We could break it into 24, right? I'm just, it's for simplicity's sake and it's just a way of having a conversation and it brings us some kind of container so that we can let the magic happen in all these containers. So let the magic happen. Let the magic happen. All right, so. I like these three words for these three stages. I've been teaching this since the very, very start of rewilding eight years ago, right? And maybe it wasn't the very first workshop, but shortly after that, because it was like, wow, people really want some mind food for this. So here's the three different stages to feel into. It's dormant, where we feel like, and let's just talk about this overall, like overall on our Feminine awakening path. So let's feel into feminine energy first. Feminine energy. It's life force energy, right? Feminine energy. Uh, <laughs> hold on. This usually has to come through in like an energetic expression. So give me a second. If we were to feel into our own feminine, from a divine standpoint, from a sacred standpoint, not like man and woman, not you know imposed conditional feminine, not like that, but from the raw, uh, the raw energy of the feminine, right? It's life force itself. It's that which creates the all of everything, right? It's the weather. It's every weather pattern amidst the weather. It's the interconnectedness of the all of everything right? It's the web of life and how it is literally interconnected. It's like the mycelial threads of everything that goes through everything. It's the wisdom in the wind, right? It's that which um, comes into form. We can think about it as that which comes into form. Now, there's also many other ways to talk about this. Again, know that this is also not something to grab onto, to cling onto, to like grit your teeth and then like, ah, you may have come from a beautiful wisdom tradition where the feminine is the formless she's the void right she's the silence she's the nothingness she's the right she she's that that too <laughs> i know <laughs> like come on sabrina like just get me something i can comprehend it's the mysteries we'll never comprehend them again let the mysteries be the mysteries, but let them touch you in the way that they're meant to touch you. Let this conversation ping you. Let yourself have to dream about this for like eight weeks after. Let yourself have to sign up for mystery school to fucking dive deeper because you can't get it all in in 90-minute conversation on a live YouTube, right? <laughs> so let's just really honor that this is this big and we have like that much time to do this, okay? So honoring this particular way of talking about the feminine, that it is what, it's like I can bring in Um, (laughs) (laughs) it's just you can feel it right like i can bring in like shakti right which is just the wisdom aspect of the divine i can bring it in and i can like move it through the whole of my body right i can move it up into my shoulder i can move it into my neck i can feel into like actually my neck is really sore so i just i move this (sighs) into my neck Right. Oh, I would. This is going to be my meditation a little bit later on today. <laughs> By the way, this is uh, like what we used to call Shakti Yoga. We now call Rewilding Yoga. <laughs> but you just work with this. Kind of... Anyways, um, before I take us too far into like Rewilding Movement and we start doing Shakti Yoga together, <laughs> um, Feeling into, for this conversation, that feminine energy is that which we embody, that which moves through us, the way that love wants to move through us to come into form, whether that form be our body, whether that form be something that we create in the world. Um, But it is the life force energy as opposed, sometimes this helps to go into, well, what's the opposite? Not opposite of that, but what is as opposed to, like what's, you know, what rubs against this? As opposed to, Consciousness itself, as opposed to consciousness itself, consciousness itself. Consciousness itself is like the atmosphere. It's like the atmosphere that's the masculine, that's the divine masculine, right? When we're working in these traditions and we're working to really awaken the feminine aspect of the divine in ourselves right? This embodied, this life force, this love force, this intuition, this soul, right? Soul. You can also feel into feminine wisdom as soul, heart and soul, right? (laughs) And then you can feel into masculine as spirit, like father sky, mother earth. Atmosphere, everything the atmosphere holds, Formless, form. The infinite all of nothing, the all of everything. Right, got it? So we're working here. (laughs) The all of everything. (laughs) Um, And when we start to work on these stages, let's go back to these stages, dormant can be that this is mostly um, still sleeping in us. This is why they talk about awakening your kundalini. It's there. Life force is there. But it's sleeping. The sleeping serpent. The sleeping dragon. That's the feminine wisdom. The feminine life force is still dormant it's there right it's it's still there's still energy moving but it's mostly still dormant right we haven't had that feminine come to life in us haven't had so it's still which there's nothing wrong with that remember no judgment in this conversation Remember? No comparing, no judgment. You are at the perfect place on your path. And you're like, I don't know if I ever had an awakening. Shit, I'm behind the eight ball. No, you're not. (laughs) You are at the perfect place for your soul's path, right? Like honoring. We're talking about feminine soul, right? Soul. You're in the perfect place on your soul path right now. It's perfect. It's perfect. It's perfect. It's perfect. It's perfect, right? Your degree of awakening, your degree of embodiment your degree like the plethora of feminine archetypes that are awake in you it's perfect it's perfect okay so stage one dormant mostly dormant stage two awake i'm gonna use the word developing for this one sometimes i use the word distorted but we're gonna use developing so dormant stage two developing how many of you have had an awakening A kundalini awakening, a shakti awakening, a feminine awakening. By the way, we went through that in workshop one. Hygieia's kundalini goddess of miraculous healing and awakening. She's one of the greatest archetypal energies, if you're working in archetypal energies, to work with for kundalini awakenings. For first awakening, the feminine essence, the feminine wisdom, the feminine juice um, in human beings. Okay? So, But it doesn't have to be that you had a a big awakening in this challenge. Maybe you had one years ago, you know, and you didn't even know what was happening. But how many of you have had an awakening and it's like, what the fuck just happened? Some of you are sitting in that right now. I've seen some of the comments in the Facebook group. I'm loving ya, Like, fuck yeah. It's your time, right? You've gone from dormant to developing. That is a huge step for some of us right? For some of you, like, and you're right on time. You are right on time. So it's developing. I remember when I had my, like, I had a lot of masculine awakenings it happened years. I spent like 10 years in masculine, masculine-based um, traditions where it was like the silence, the nothingness, the infinite, you know, nothing, like stillness, no thought, no mind, I Had a lot of Christ-light sort of downward lightning bolt. Right, which just blasted me into consciousness itself and like body didn't ex- anyways. But then the feminine woke up in me. The feminine woke up in me, and I remember, like, what the? This is glorious! For me, that was my experience. Um, the first one was just like, wow, I didn't even know I could be this alive. Like, and I just fell in love with everyone. I mean, literally like woke up love in me. I fell in love with everyone. I slept with my personal trainer. Yeah. I was in the developing stage, distorted. We could say Sabrina was in the distorted stage, right? I slept with my personal trainer. I think I slept with my massage therapist too. Not sure if it was around that time. Could have been a little bit later, but it was literally like I did not know how to express this level of love that I suddenly felt and this level of the interconnectedness of the all of everything that I suddenly felt. Now, let me give us a quick reminder. Do not compare your awakenings to mine are you doing it remember we have that bucket there's no comparing there's no comparing we're all right on time your awakenings the degree the subtlety or the hugeness of them they are for you whether they are sexual or not can be very very different mine just so happened to be extraordinary love filled with sexuality I ended up teaching sacred sexuality, right? It was a part of my awakening, was to come into this stage of from dormant to developing, and it was just like, oh, and I have this love to give and I have Shakti to give everyone and how can I gift you with all of this energy moving through me? And I had no idea how to do that. It was developing. (laughs) Shakti, the feminine, she had to work me, she had to work through my bones, through my blood, through my chakras, through my mind, through my heart, through my womb, through my yoni, through my hips, through my ass, like she had to work. So she woke up and then she went, "Ooh, (laughs) we're going to bring the sacred into form Feminine. We're going to bring the sacred into this woman's cells. We got some purifying to do. (laughs) Let's get to work on this, right? And it's not just our bodies. Can you see how this is going to start to lead to that conversation around signs and symptoms and self care? It's not just our bodies, it's our energetics get cleaned up our relationships. Yeah, I know a lot of you can relate. You're like, I had a yeah, I had an awakening and then I realized I was in this codependent thing that I was calling a twin flame and actually it was just a really old karmic horrific pattern that I needed to grow through. Confession time, anyone? just kidding, with a lot of love, right? With a lot of love, there is no feeling bad about anything. Let the insights ping you. Let yourself be touched in the best way that you possibly can. Get the most out of this, even if it's a truth bomb. Even if this is shining light on something for you, let it, right? Let it with love, with love. And remember, your path is perfect. Me sleeping with my personal trainer, not a great choice. Not a great choice. Was it perfect? For sure. He had the most glorious heart opening. It turned into like this weird, wild, crazy thing for him, for me, because that was the the first person's kundalini I ever woke up, right? Like, no clue. Good thing I had guinea pigs. Good thing I had guinea pigs before I came to rewilding for women, before I started holding circles, before I started teaching. I needed a lot of purification. (laughs) A lot. (laughs) So this developing stage, right? It will be extraordinarily different for all of us. Um, I work in a lot of energy um, with the dark feminine, Medusa, the dark goddess, clearing up karma, shadow work, sacred sexuality, where we hold a lot of pain. We hold a lot of pain. We hold a lot of old karmic goo. I work in South Node territory, past life territory, right? The, The true North line. I love that territory. I'm built for it. It's what I came here to do, right? But I needed a lot of purifying,
1: a lot
0: of my own shit, my own relationship to other people's shit in that territory, right? Like, So just honoring, honoring and loving the developing stage, loving it. It's glorious. We're literally being taught by her. She's, she's teaching you. She's, she's also in that stage. She's showing you what you're going to be called to. This is a good thing to reflect on, right? What are, you know, like, you have your awakening and it can be very subtle. I know I'm talking about mine was like, blah, blah, blah. it can be very subtle. It can be just like, like a hiccup. <laughs> you're just like, <laughs> you're like, Ooh, something shifted. Something shifted. What was that? For some of you it will be extraordinarily subtle, right? And, and, There's not just one, by the way, we're going to talk about, I'm going to weave in the archetypes and how there's, you know, like, uh, like 35,000 feminine awakenings. There's an infinite amount of feminine awakenings. It's not just one and done. That's another crazy weird myth about awakenings that um, I love poking at. (laughs) Um, Okay, so stage two developing. And then stage three is divine. It's divine. Divine like divine, where there's, where, hold on, let me feel how I can share this. Um, It's so pure. It's so, now I'm not talking perfection, right? I'm not talking perfection, but it's so pure that it now is a gift. Like this divine stage, now it flows through the Shakti, the life force, flows through myself in a way where it's so pure it's so light it's so love it has so little to do with Sabrina-ness it has a very little to do with Sabrina karma Sabrina wounding Sabrina pain Sabrina fear Sabrina-ness it has very little to do with it and I am not an advocate of saying we need to kill the ego Right. So in this, I'm saying that's very little to do with our ego. Our egos are extraordinarily important. If I did not have an ego, I would not have a sense of self and I would not be a very healthy human being. If I did not have a sense of self versus other, if I did not understand boundaries, if I did not understand myself versus other. Right. So I'm not saying that. But what I'm saying is that your wounding, your fear, your pain, Your karma, your ancestral lineage, your all of those things, you have the capacity. You get to a point where you have the capacity for Shakti, divine feminine wisdom in whatever form. can be in raw energetic form, can be in sexual form, can be in creative essence form, can be in how you love your family, raise your babies, cook a meal. It doesn't matter what you're doing, right? It can come through from this place of you are really a channel you are really a channel for high level love. High level love, high level life force that is always connected to the highest good of the all of everything. That's the way it's coming through. It's coming through the highest good of the all of everything. And that includes you. You're not disincluded from that. Sometimes we go into this like martyrdom, self-sacrifice bullshit. By the way, if you got that, let Shakti work on that for you. She'll clean that up. She'll purify. I had that one too in the developing. Not only was I sleeping with my personal trainer, like I was such a self-sacrificing martyr. My good Lord. That was a big deep wound from a lot of past life stuff. And just a lot of absorbed conditioning, like, well, if Christ splayed himself out, you know, to die, I'm going to just carry that Christ wound because that seems like a really valuable thing to do, especially if I'm in the spiritual world. So, yeah, I'm just going to splay myself out until I have nothing left because apparently that well, that's what I must be here for. Yeah, okay. Well, I learned <laughs> in a really glorious way in the developing stage that that's not the best way to serve. It's really not. It's actually really not, right? And then that moves up to divine, right? Can you see that? There's so many different examples in here and yours will be so unique to you. It will be so unique to you, so unique to you, right? Um, and it will point to your path. So if you're sitting here and you're like, wow, I'm, you know, what is my highest path? What is my soul path? What are my soul gifts? It all gets revealed, it all gets revealed. It's, it's in the process of being revealed, right? It's, it's in the process of being revealed. We just oftentimes need to bring some consciousness to it, bring some more juice to it, bring some more, I don't know, focused practices to it, bring some good soul support groups to it, bring some guided journeys to it. Like, I don't know, who's someone who you can trust to kind of help you maneuver through that developing stage. P.S. If it's me or rewilding, mystery school's a really good thing to do. <laughs> <laughs> I had to give a plug for mystery school. It's one of the greatest things uh, that we get to hold space for. It's one of the, it's, it's one of the I don't even know. I, I don't want to go into that yet. Um, I will talk a little bit more about that. So those are the three stages. Again, remember, there could be six, there could be 12 This is just a way of talking about it that hopefully helps to bring some insights, helps you to understand your own journey a little bit more. I could talk on that for a week, but I want to park it because I really want to honor our time together and I want to honor all the different things that I really want to go into to support you. Um, And then I want to open up for questions. Um, What was the third stage? Divine. So it was dormant, developing, divine now also know that you can bounce up and down from all of them right it's it's not like a stage one to stage two and i never go back into dormant no there's times where we switch it off like we go numb we peace out we freak out we have a you know whatever and we go back down to dormant and then there's moments in life where we're just the divine expression of the feminine. Like, it's just like you hit that flow state and it's just pure love, right? Like all the right things align. And it's just like, "Ah!" (laughs) and then you go back down to developing. But what the journey does is that you end up spending more and more time in the divine with less and less effort. It just becomes effortless. This becomes your constant state of being longer and longer and longer periods of time. So it'll be strange to you, like now, depending on where you're at, right? Maybe it's strange to you when you hit one of those moments. You're just like, oh my God, that was a miracle. Oh my God, oh my God. That, I, can't, I can't even believe like love can flow through me like that. And that level of light and that level of connection, that was just so crazy amazing, right? And then, you know, it's another six months until it happens again. <laughs> but what happens is that then flips. And it's like you spend majority of your time up here. Without thought, right? But you have to train and you have to practice to get there, right? Like that's that's what all of this is about, right? It's it's your becoming. It's about your becoming. So so you become it. It's not you don't work hard. You rewire. You awaken. You support the shakti awakening. You continue with more initiations, right? Um, more practices. More ways to to um, support the developing, the purification that's taking place in the developing, the shadow work that takes place in there, the healing, all of that stuff that takes place in there. You support the shit out of that, right? And then what happens is you end up spending most of your time, most of your time up here. And then it's weird when you're in dormant, like it's strange to you, like you fall down and you're in dormant. You're like, oh. And because you like live up here and you're such a, you're just a state of beingness, you don't even judge it. Like there's no self berating. There's no beating yourself up. There's no judgment. There's no, because you're like a wisdom keeper. You're just this wisdom keeper. You've become wizened. You are it. It's the becoming. You just are it. Like, you reek of divine juju. You reek of love. You reek of life force. You just reek of it. (laughs) And so, like, you have a moment of developing or distorted or dormant, and you're kind of like, huh, look at that. Oh, that's cool. Huh. All right. (laughs) there's this enormous amount of love and acceptance you start to become this unconditional loving being that's part of the divine feminine path it's to love without condition you just love (laughs) even yourself when you're watching yourself like have sex with your personal train i'm i love this example because it's so tangible and i also think it's just fun to make fun of myself in this crazy path Um, okay so let's talk about the archetypes now So the archetypes, how do they weave in there? How do they weave into this three stages? How do they weave into feminine awakening? So let's say feminine awakening is like sitting at a fire hydrant,
1: right? It's like,
0: and a fire hydrant, I know some of you are in different countries and you're like, fire hydrant, what's that? It's basically like a geyser of water coming out of the ground. You can think of a, a geyser, you can think of a volcano. I know I mentioned volcano in our first live, So... It's like this enormous amount of life force, of juice, of, of aliveness, of feminine. It's enormous, right? It's huge. And a lot of times working with the fullness of it, it's, har- it's hard. It, not always. Sometimes it really super serves, right? Um, but sometimes... In this working with the fullness of the divine feminine, we end up leaning to aspects of it that we're more comfortable with. So think about this. For yourself, right? For yourself, this is we get to be totally radically honest with self and we get to love self, like ultimate compassion for self. Are there aspects of the feminine? We can just think about the six faces of the feminine. Again, there could be 12 faces, there could be three faces, but we'll just talk about six. Are there aspects of the feminine that you're more comfortable with, that are more awake in you, they're more di- divinized, right? They're at a higher level. They've kind of gone through developing that are high level. Feel into this, mother. And this doesn't have to be spiritual like we don't have to go like oh i've worked with great mother i've worked with the divine mother i've worked with mary you know like mother mary i've worked with the it doesn't have to be that at all it's just like no actually I got six kids. (laughs) My mother is pretty divine. I've been through the developing. I had my awakening as I had birth, as I gave birth. That was a fucking awakening for sure, which is the majority of us, right? And then developing, yeah, yeah, yeah. These babies, oh, you better believe they moved me through my shit. And now I'm at a pretty high level of mothering, right? So, so know that this transcends spiritual practice. By far, it's life. Life is spirituality. Life is the divine feminine. She's always ready to awaken us and teach us in all kinds of different life workshop, right? So mother. And some of you, you'll be like, nah, I got wounded mother. Like I got mommy issues. Like it ain't nobody's business. I don't want a mother shit, right? We're being honest. So there's mother. There's lover. Like lover, think about your sexuality. What is your relationship to your sexuality? If it's divine, you're like, oh, oh, I've been through the developing stage. Right? Like, I've I've done the sleeping with the personal trainer, right? I've I've gotten my butt handed to me. I've done yoni massages. I've done, you know, like I don't even know what they call those wands and magical jade eggs. I've done the healing stuff. I've done the, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm pretty up here. We got to be honest. Let's just be honest. We're taking an inventory. This is self-inventory. No judgment. You're at the perfect place on your path for where you're at, right? Perfect place. So there's lover. And then let's go to medicine woman, the witch. The witch. Medicine woman. We all have medicine woman. We all do. Like your witchy gifts what you're plugged into, what you're connected to, what you know that you know, but you just don't know how you know it, right? Medusa, she's medicine woman. She's also dark goddess. So if we go to the next face, dark goddess, dark goddess. Dark goddess is a whole nother enigma unto herself because dark goddess is, she holds the repressed aspects of the feminine. So that face of the feminine, that's literally her saying, here's the parts that you haven't integrated yet. Here's the parts that you judge, that you ostracize, that you diminish, that you deny. Here's here's the parts, here's the feminine gifts that you deny, right? That you don't want to accept in yourself. You know, maybe you're a seer and you just don't, that can sit in dark goddess, right? Maybe, maybe you're, maybe you're really, really connected to spirits and entities that have crossed over and you just really don't want to be a ghostbuster. (laughs) You really don't want to see ghosts. You really don't want to see the unseen. That can sit in the dark goddess. It's like the hidden repressed gifts, wisdom, golden shadow, things that we're called to do, They sit in the dark goddess. So that's always great territory to work in, right? That like innately points at what we're not willing to um, integrate, it's the shadow. What we're not willing to integrate, to accept, to love, to bring into consciousness, to move through dormant, to move through developing into divine. Because there is a divine expression of that oracle, right? There is a divine expression of all of it. All of it, all of it. There's a divine expression. There's a divine expression of all of it. Every single, every single, every single, every single, every single, every single. So wherever you have fear around a feminine gift, there's a divine expression of it. There's a high level, totally unconditional love gift where it's just pure light coming through you. I promise you, I promise you. But that developing stage, the fears are telling you no. The fears, the, the societal conditioning is telling you no. I went through the worst I shouldn't say the worst of the worst. For me, it was so horrible to come into rewilding. It was so horrible. I thought I thought I was going to get myself killed. I thought I was going to get my loved ones killed. I thought I was going to get my team killed for being this out there about the feminine mysteries, for being this loud out there, this much in the public eye around the feminine mysteries. I mean, that's like witch wound, right? That's witch wound stuff and depending on where you're at and the challenge you know we'll have talked about that we'll have kind of plugged into that in workshop two um so i want to fast forward there's there's three more uh there's two more faces we'll just touch into them really quick um again there could be 12 this is just what we work with in rewilding because it's just a good framework for us um there's the mystic the feminine mystic right how awake is that in you Right? How is that dormant? Is it developing? You're like feminine mystic. I don't even know what that is. Dormant. That's cool. No, no judgment. That's cool. We all got a mystic, though. We all have a mystic. We all have a dark goddess. We all have a medicine woman. We all have a mother. We all have a lover. We all have a mystic. And we all have a warrior. Right? So the final one is a feminine warrior. Feminine warrior, like, you are a heart warrior. You, you are a soul warrior. You are a warrior for heart, for soul, for love right? How wake is that in you? You're like, I ain't got no fight in me, man. No, I ain't got no warrior. <laughs> Dormant. That's cool. Now, these all express in us in different degrees. They will all express in us to different degrees, right? Some of you will be so lover. These are our unique blueprints. It's your unique feminine essence, your unique feminine blueprints. Some of you will be so dark goddess. Like you are just a dark, you are just a walking incarnation of dark goddess medicine woman. Fuck yeah, get it divine though. <laughs> right? Do whatever you need to do to get out of dormant, to get out of developing, and to get it as divine as you can. I'm telling you, life, it's not just about your service to the world or like, yeah, if I'm operating in the divine, I'm a much better mom, I'm a much better lover, I'm a much better partner, I'm a much better colleague, I'm a much better friend. Fuck yeah, you are. You're also a gift to the world. You're a gift to the world. Like, you are literally a walking radiation of love bomb, high level, vibrant goodness. But also, on a real selfish level, like, let's give the ego something it can rip its teeth into. You are gonna be so fulfilled and so happy and so, like, it's all the shit we take pills for, right? It's all the crap we go to the doctor for. And we, we take pills to numb out and to be happy and to find joy. And we sign up for all this shit, right? Like, I got to find my purpose. I got to find joy and pleasure and bliss. Yeah, it's there. It's right, it's right there. <laughs> um, okay, so that's how the six faces sit in The stages of awakening. So your mother might be at a stage three divine, but your lover's at a stage one dormant. You're like, I don't even feel sexual energy. Like I have such taboo around sexual energy, around beauty, around pleasure, around bliss, around my own sensuality, like my relationship to my body. It's just not good. I'm terrified to be sexy. I don't want people looking at me. I don't want to be radiant. I don't want to. Okay. That's a stage one lover, but you got a stage three mother, right? And then you come over to the medicine room and you're like, wow, I got a stage two. Like I'm... I'm awake to the witch. I'm drawn to the witch. I'm called to the witch. I'm starting to do like new moon rituals. I'm really getting into like blood mysteries. And this is just singing to me. I don't really, it's not really alive and awake in me. Like there's no juice behind it yet. It's just awake. It's developing. There's no juice. Like this is like witchy shit. It's so powerful, but mostly there's no juice behind it, right? Like mostly new moon rituals. It's because the shakti's not alive yet. It's still dormant where it's developing. There's no juice going into the intention setting, into the new moon ritual, the full moon magic. Like, there's no juice. You need the juice. (laughs) That's the waking up. Like, it brings the juice, the divine feminine wisdom and aliveness and life force and love and magic, essentially, to everything, right? So when we start to feel and when we work consciously in these different aspects we don't get to escape into the one we're comfortable in. Because if you just worked in divine feminine energy, you might go to mom all the time. Because it's awake, it's alive in you, it's your comfort fucking zone, right? So you're in divine feminine misery, you're like, yeah, this is so great, I'm, I'm so divine. Okay. Because you're just, you're just, you unconsciously fall into habitual pattern of this is just the one that I go to, this is my go to, right? And you skip the lover, you skip the medicine woman, you skip the dark goddess, you skip the warrior, you skip the mystic. But here's where all of you is at. This is, where's our magic? Here. Where are your gifts? Here. Where's your purpose? Here. Where's your golden shadow? Here. Here. So find the practices that take you into the different aspects. And that's also where instead of just doing the six faces, you could do the particular archetypal energies within the six faces. So it narrows it down even more. Like let's go medicine woman. Well, within medicine woman, there's Medusa. We've done Medusa. I mean, there's more to Medusa. You can't just assume one workshop and suddenly like you've gone from dormant to developing and you're a divine. That's silly. That's silly. Like the amount of gifts that sit in Medusa, you could spend the rest of your life in Medusa and still be opening up to Medusa mysteries. For some of you will be called to that. You're like, I'm just called to the Medusa mysteries. I'm spending my whole life is dedicated to the Medusa mysteries. That's how much is in all of them. Right, so we're just within the medicine woman, there's Medusa, there's Hecate, who sits there, queen of the witches. Oh my goodness! She takes us into completely different things than Medusa. So maybe you have a really open awake, alive Medusa. You're like, Medusa mysteries, Medusa mysteries. Yeah, 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 this is so great, this is so great. And then Hecate comes dormant. (laughs) You got a stage three Medusa, you're in the medicine woman, you got stage three Medusa, but you got a dormant Hecate. (laughs) It's stunning. Like, isn't this exciting? This is exciting. This is exciting. There's literally like this road map to awakening to this amazing spectrum, this big, beautiful, broad spectrum of the feminine mysteries, right? That's how the archetypes weave into the stages of feminine awakening. Pretty great, right? Pretty great. By the way, Hygieia, um, she sits in the mystic, she sits in the mystic. So you, you've gotten to work with mystic archetypal energy. Um, Vesta, who we spoke about today, she sits in the mystic. <laughs> um, okay. How, how y'all doing? <gasps> Do we need to take a big breath? <laughs> um, Persephone passes as mystic. They all pass as mystic, to be honest. I mean, again, these are all frameworks. Like once you get to the divine expression of any of them, they're mystics, right? Once you get up here with any of them, it's a mystic. Pallas Athena, she's warrior, warrior goddess, Pallas Athena, warrior goddess. You get to the divine expression, of course she's a mystic. She's a mystic warrior right? She's a mystic warrior. She's, she's connected to the mystery. She's connected and she, she expresses as a mystic, as a mystic. So again, just, just know that this is just a way of talking about things. It's just a framework, right? Um, do they overlap? For sure. Like Sometimes you'll be in Medusa and you'll be opening up to a Medusa mystery and then you'll go into Hecate and you'll be like, wow, similar different flavor, sometimes they'll take you to wildly different places, wildly different gifts awaken, wildly different healings, wildly different past life territory, wildly different, and sometimes very similar, right? Um, Some of the archetypal energies, if you want to talk about archetypes a little more, some of the divine feminine archetypes, the myths will cross over, like they will overlap, right? Like an archetypal goddess energy in the Indian pantheon will overlap with an archetypal energy from the Greco-Roman. So you'll feel it and, and it'll get confusing. You're like, wait, but what goddess does what? And you're like, but this goddess over here, um, isn't she just like Hecate, but just in a different tradition? Yeah, they're not meant to be linear. Let the mysteries be the mysteries. They're not meant to be linear. Don't let the mind try to box this. So let me just remind us. I know we've talked about six faces, I know we've talked about three stages, but let us not box it. Let us not box it. Let's blow up. Let's blow that up. And it just honor that it's so much more. It's so much more. It's so, it's way beyond words. It's, it's not linear. It's not fitting it into boxes. It's so much more. Okay. Oh. <sighs> I want to talk about signs and symptoms. I want to answer some questions. Um, we're together for another half an hour. So if you have just joined, uh, if you need to get a cup of tea, if you need to like shake around a little bit, because that was a lot, um, go for it. Do whatever you need. We're just taking a super... I'm going to drink something. I'm going to drink a little bit of tea for a minute. This is Maui mango tea, by the way. I don't know why I love this stuff. It's so weird. It's like mango um, apple. I don't know what's all in here. Pineapple. I don't know, but it's really good. Oh, <sighs> I love being here with you all. I've missed being specifically in the Feminine Mysteries. Um, I've been in Sacred Union a lot. Um, dragon, um, the Alchemist, uh, Priestess Training. Um, but it is like coming home. to be here with you all Uh, and i'm really grateful i'm really grateful that we get to dedicate space and time to the feminine mystery specifically like give her uh the talking stick her the space all right um I don't know how many archetypes, how many feminine archetypes we work with in mystery school, but a lot. Um, All six faces for sure, a lot of archetypes. Um, I work with probably 36, I I always say 36, it's probably like 45 at this point. I've been saying 36 for like eight years. Um, It's probably like 45 feminine archetypal energies, goddess, sacred, divine, feminine archetypal energies. Amy, will there be an in-person retreat in 2024? I don't know. <laughs> um, I'll maybe just answer this. I love that question. Um, I love in-persons. Um, I, love, I love this. <laughs> I love big, long 18-month priestess training programs. I love three-month mystery schools. Uh, I love so many things. Um, I really, at this point... Um, on this path, um, I have such a dedication and devotion to what serves the moment um, that my poor team can't plan. <laughs> um, we can't plan 2024. We, we can't plan much of anything. Um, I'm almost, uh, yeah. So I don't know. Um, everything that we do is really What is the greatest thing that we can bring through in this moment? What is the greatest thing that we can hold space for? What is the greatest thing that I can facilitate? What wants to come through me? What wants to come in? What is it that I can create a circle of beings for that serves the moment the most, right? That's this mystery school. That's this mystery school. That's this mystery school dedicated to the feminine. For whatever reason, just this moment in time is is our call, Rewilding's call, my call, um, to hold this space, to really dedicate um, these three months to the feminine mysteries, to the feminine mysteries. <laughs> Her rising, your rising. The feminine in myself rising even more. I don't get to go through a mystery school without more happening in myself, right? This is a gift to myself. These three months, pfft, I just had a massive, massive thing happen for me yesterday because we're going through this challenge, because I get to be sitting in the same container with you, totally focused on the feminine mysteries. I got to have an amazing shift, an amazing awakening in myself to the next degree of what the feminine was ready to, I don't know, shift, arise. I'm still sitting with it. I don't have the mind food for it, Um, but it was a direct result of being totally in the feminine mysteries. So I don't know if there will be an in-person retreat in 2024. I know there's an Ibiza retreat with two spots open uh, in a couple of weeks. I know that there's a rewilding for women mystery school coming in January. I don't know if I'll ever run another feminine mystery school. This is, I'm not saying that for any other reason other than this is just the place we live from. This is the place that rewilding creates from, that I create from. It's this call, it's this, what am I called to? What am I called to? What am I called? That's living from, for me it's living from soul it's like living from soul it's like from this deep place of what is it that is the most true that is the most aligned that i am the most connected to how does love want to flow through me and move through me and where does it move me and for whatever reason it's moving me into this rewilding for women mystery school for those three months january to march right of 2024 that's all i know (laughs) i don't know that's what i know right now (laughs) Um. yeah <laughs> alright let's see let's talk about signs of feminine awakening um, I really want to go into this I think there were a lot of questions around this um, that were asked so um I know I talked a little bit about in that developing stage, right? So it's after we come out of dormancy it's the awakening. What are signs and symptoms of awakening? Now, there's many levels and many layers and many things that are in this whole process, right? It's like in developing, there's like, I don't know, 85,000 stages <laughs> that are in there, signs and symptoms. And just knowing that it will be very unique to you, right? Your awakening will be very unique to you. What you will go through, how physical it will be, how emotional it will be, how mental it will be, how into your physical world it will be will be very unique to you. For some of us it will be very in our physical bodies. For some of us it will be very much our lives get blown up. For some of us it will be very much relationship, how we relate to other humans, how we relate to the world around us. For some of us it will be self love. Right, Our own love of self, our own self-esteem, for some of us, it will be very internal. For some of us, it will be very mental. Like our minds are getting rewired. We're starting to get rewired so that the mind can comprehend the mysteries, so that it's the great becoming. And your becoming will be very different to anyone else's becoming. Um, Let me feel for a moment. Because it's the feminine, so because we're talking specifically about feminine, there's also masculine spiritual awakening, right? If we want to give the feminine awakening something to bounce off of, but I want to talk specifically now to feminine awakening. If we think back to what I was sharing about what is feminine energy, right? We come back to that and we go, well, it's very embodied. It's very much about life force. And you can kind of start to see this link between spiritual awakening that is feminine we could say kundalini awakening we could say shakti awakening um all the different archetypal energies goddesses those are all different threads of shakti so kundalini is like one that's like hygie's kundalini awakening there's one we and we, we like associate all of the feminine with kundalini awakening i think that's that's wildly inappropriate. Like we haven't caught up to that that there's like 85,000, you know. Like every single one of those archetypes that I talked about um has an awakening, has a kundalini awakening, has a shakti awakening. There's an awakening of that wisdom aspect, that juice that life force, that love, that energy, that sacred. It's like psycho spiritual sacred energy wakes up in you. All of them have a different thread of that. It's not just kundalini, right? I don't I think, I, I, how do we not have that right yet? This blows me away. <laughs> Maybe that's why I'm so dedicated to the feminine mysteries right now. Like, there's more, there's more that we need to get out into the world and get out publicly. Um, so um, in that, because it's so embodied, right? It's, it's embodied. It can seem more intense than I don't know other types of awakenings because it's seemingly like other types of awakenings they might not give you heart palpitations right like feminine awakening it has to do it's your sexuality it's your love it's your body it's your blood it's your bones it's your blood cycle right it's your mind right like she wants to divinize you you She wants to bring you further and further up here. And up here, it's not that you become just some like boring old mystic in a monastery at all. You just become infused with love in every area and joy and bliss and life force in every area. So let's not get this confused of like divinized. Well, fuck you, Sabrina. Like I'm not on a fucking monastery nun path. Are you kidding? This has nothing to do with that at all. It's just, you're alive. You're awake. It's love flows through all of that. But she wants to get love flowing through all of you. And sometimes when she's moving love through parts of you that are like blocked and sticky and, you know, like my gallbladder one time. I mean, this was so weird in the developing stage. I don't think I was sleeping with my personal trainer at that point. I think it was a little bit I think it was after that, actually, my gallbladder just hurts so bad, like so bad. There was a lot of energy moving in my body. It was just, So I go to the doctor, I go do all the health stuff. They're like, your gallbladder's is fine. There's, I was like, no, it needs to come out. Like, we need to get this gallbladder out. It's got to come out. <laughs> Every doctor was like, no, we are not taking your gallbladder out. It's fine. I talked to my grandmother somehow randomly I'm on the phone with her. I'm like, Grandma, I don't know. I can't even lift my arm. I don't remember what side gallbladder's on at this point, but I can't lift my arm. I can't breathe. Like I'm laying on the floor, like I'm incapacitated over this thing. And she's like, oh, I had my gallbladder out. Yeah, just get get rid of that thing. She's like, your great-grandmother had her gallbladder out too. Ah, okay, cool. (laughs) Ah, I'm just working on some ancestral stuff, right? I'm just, and like two weeks later, Gallbladder was fine. I never got it out. I never took any medication for it. I never did anything, but that insight and then energetically working with it and knowing that that was just part of the purification process. But it sucked. It sucked. I was certain I needed gallbladder surgery. Certain of it. I mean, I tried to convince doctors I needed gallbladder surgery. Like, get it out. Just get it out. <laughs> but it was ancestral. It was just, it was her divinizing that because I was apparently, and I don't have the insights around it. Um, I was holding some energy from the ancestral line. I could feel it It was the feminine line, right? My grandmother, my great grandmother, I'm holding some ancestral energy in my gallbladder that does not serve. And all she's trying to do is divinize it. And it came through as pain. (laughs) So let me feel for how we can honor this and support this in ourselves. Symptoms can be everything, but doesn't that suck? Like Sabrina, why can't you just give me like five? This can be everything, everything, everything. Your dog dying can be one. Your relationship blowing up can be another. Gallbladder can be a third. Your mind being totally foggy and fuzzy. You being in a state of nothingness and you have no clue what direction to take. That can be one too, right? How do we support ourselves? How do we support ourselves? Let me think of my greatest supports. My greatest supports during those intense Awakening moments, times, developing times. um, Being around others, going through the same thing. Being around others, focused on the same thing. Being around others who are dedicated to awakening the feminine in themselves. That was the greatest thing that I could give myself at that time. Greatest thing that I could give myself at that time. Um, Listening to people who were a step ahead of me on the path, who had gone through just a little bit more than I had gone through, or maybe a lot more than I had gone through. Fucking amazing, like Sally Kempton. Sally, I couldn't get enough, right, of Sally Kempton. She's since passed, but at the time she was doing all kinds of online teachings, right? And she was talking about the feminine, the awakening of the feminine, the purification process and all the all the different things. And here's what you can do. Plug in, plug into the supports, the community supports, the training supports, the mystery school supports, the teachings, the books, the podcasts, the idol, whatever it is for you. Right. And also. Ask the goddess to guide you. Ask her, right? Ask Shakti to guide, like, guide me (laughs) to, like, guide, like, gallbladder thing. Guide me to share this with my grandmother on the phone. I mean, I was at that point, I was just praying. Like, you got to guide me. You got to show me something because I don't know what the breakthrough is here. And it was literally being guided to talk to my grandmother, to mention that I can't move, to get that insight. Then I get to consciously work with it right? But ask, ask, don't forget to ask, to just, just ask, guide me. What's my next step? What's my next move? Where do I go from here? What am I called to soul? Right? Remember she's connected to soul. She's always holding you in your highest good, your highest good, your highest path forward. That's her. That's her. So just ask, just ask. You got a sign, you got a symptom, ask, (laughs) ask and have the community, the supports, the people, the teachings, the trainings around you that are specifically devoted to the divine feminine. If that is the path that you're on, right? If that is, then you are like, I don't know. I'm just really called the feminine mysteries. Great. (laughs) Great. But the feminine also comes through. Um, let me feel, um, yeah. Just just breathe it in, drink it in, be surrounded by it. Those soul supports. I can't I can't stress that enough. Those soul supports it like I had I had great I had some really messed up teachers too, I'm not gonna lie about that. It's part of why I'm so dedicated to running mystery schools and running priestess trainings because I had some really bad fucking teachers. I had some really bad programs and I was a part of. Some really bad shit. I'm sure some of you can maybe relate. There's a lot of like weird gooey stuff in the spiritual communities, um, but I also had some really good teachers um, who really supported um, and got me through some real tough times where you're in like the dark night of the soul. You know, you can't see. You think you need to get your gallbladder out. You can't get off the floor because you're in so much pain or there's so much fucking emotion. There's so much emotion. Like you feel like, I remember I cried for a month once and it was literally crying all the tears that I did not cry in this lifetime because I was told that good girls don't cry. I grew up girl girls do not cry. And I cried for a month. All that pent up repressed grief in my system. All the pent up tears. And good God did it suck when I was going through it. But to have someone say to me, Sabrina, just cry and keep crying. Don't stop, there is an end to it. It will come to an end, but let the energy keep moving. This is the greatest thing that you can be doing. Do not stop. That was my fucking lifeline. And thank God I had that teacher in my life at the time, because I would have had no idea. I would have tried to shut it off. I would have tried to stop it. I would have, I don't know, probably ended up thinking I was depressed and on pills or something, right? Because the feminine is so misunderstood. The awakening path of the feminine is so misunderstood. So just whatever you're called to do, to find the supports, to find the teachings, the trainings, the groups, the programs, whether that's mystery school or it's not mystery school, great right? I am so dedicated to your soul path, right? I'm, I'm so dedicated to your awakening path. I am so dedicated to that. Please hear me say that. I am so dedicated to that. I am so dedicated to your truth, right? That, that's it. Whatever that truth is, if that truth is Sabrina, I will never see you again. That's your fucking truth. And I love it. I love it. That I love more than anything. I love that more than anything. It's just your truth your truth and your courage to follow your own breadcrumb trail, to follow your own intuition, to follow how the goddess moves through you and how she talks through you and how she supports you and guides you. That, that. So whatever that is, whatever that is, that's the greatest thing I can tell you. It's the greatest thing I can tell you about any question you have. I know we're going to go into questions in a minute, but I know that we also only have like 12 minutes together, right? So just keep that in your back pocket. Ask her any question you're sitting in. Anything you're sitting with, where do I go from here? What do I do? Um, I have so much emotion, right? Well, ask her, ask her. God has guided me. <laughs> Guide me, however she feels for you. Maybe it's like divine. Maybe you feel her, maybe it's goddess. Maybe it's a particular archetypal energy you call upon. Maybe it's the divine masculine. I don't care, whatever, right? Call in the big guns, whoever the big guns are for you, right? Get out of the way. When we get stuck, we gotta remember to ask. We have so much support in the unseen realms. We got so much, we just gotta ask.